This is OD Stream with your host, Danny. And Omar. And uh, yeah, back for season two. Season two, <laughs> we're, we're going in strong. We got, uh, I guess uh, we're doing things different this season. We're going to do not really a summary of the movies yeah. anymore. We're going to anticipate that the audience actually watched these movies. Or will want to watch it. Uh, yeah. And doesn't we'll... mind spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, um, you know, we, we took a little break, a couple weeks, maybe a month or two. I forget how much, but uh, we're trying, okay. trying to catch up everyone. Uh, so we had a couple races. You know, we had a couple of build-ups. Yeah. So we life had, event. Yeah, and a life event. But well, we'll start off with, uh, you know, Danny. Uh, Danny had the, oh, yeah, the toughest t- yeah, mutter. Yeah, the toughest mutter in Dallas. I did it with my brother. And uh, it was it was an awesome event. Like, I've never done... Uh, I did the Ragnar overnight race, but never uh, like an obstacle overnight race, which is interesting. And uh, didn't go the way I wanted. Uh, I kind of busted my ankle on one of the obstacles. I think it's called like the gauntlet, which is um, funny because they have that's one of the only ones they actually have a penalty. And if you fail like any part of it, you have to do the penalty and then you just have to keep moving. And the penalty was like literally like a 10 yard sandbag carry. And I'm like, oh, this is easy. So the second time where we had access to it, I'm like, no, I'm doing just this. Doing the sand- oh. No, I'm doing the, I'm doing the gauntlet. So then yeah, I went. Did you win? Yeah, I went through the first and second part, and then the third part. I think it's like uh, swinging rings, and I like went flying, like busted my ass. Ooh. So uh, landed on my ankle that I was already sp- I already sprained in one of the training runs. Yeah, which we I think we talked. About yeah, that we talked about. So um, so that was around like. 3 30 in the morning and um i rested on it for a bit and i was like yeah i'm not i'm not gonna fuck up my ankle just to like get more mileage so uh so what how many did you do you did 15 yeah so we did three three laps so that's 15 miles so uh first first lap was just no obstacle so it was a sprint so we ended up doing like kind of cool 40 something minutes i forgot what it was and then um yeah it was a cool event like the obstacles are definitely much cooler than i would say spartan race because like sparring is just i don't know they're tougher because it's like you know carry shit up a hill carry you know yeah, throw a, a spear. bucket of rocks and stuff like that the but spear thing is still it's so stupid but i get it no. spartans blah yeah. blah um <laughs> but like yeah the toughest mother definitely had like pretty cool obstacles and the whole overnight experience of like you start out and then you see everyone with their headlamps and like as like the time goes on it's like you see all the headlamps in the distance, like bobbing and all that shit. But um, that's cool. I did see the picture. Like everyone's wearing the the cool. Uh, oh, the tank top. Oh too, yeah, the little the, uh, blue uh, tank top. The race bib is actually like a sh- like a tank top shirt kind yeah, of. Yeah, that was really cool. So I kept that because I'm like, I don't care if I didn't do the twelve hours. I'm keeping this. <laughs> like I'm not getting a headband or a, a medal. I'm keeping the I'm keeping the fucking bib. So I kept that because uh, it looks awesome. So I hung up, hung, hung it up on the home gym. Okay, uh, there you go. How, how many uh, hours did you do total then? I think we we ended up leaving at like 4.30 or something. Because we were like, all right, you know, if we make it to 8, we'll get like the finisher medal. We'll get the headband. But I'm like, I don't really want to wait f- like four or five hours and say like I finished. Like I was like, yeah, I'm tired. you're kind of just sitting around for four yeah, hours. Yeah, and it was cold because we expected to like finish. So we didn't bring like a change of clothes. We didn't bring. <laughs> so I just literally uh, put on like uh, whatever I came in before I like changed into the bib and stuff. So I was freezing. My ankle hurt. Like my brother was pretty tired too. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you, you want to just go back, get some Jack in the box and go back to the room and sleep. <laughs> so we did that because uh, I don't know, like for me, not that I care that much, but like it would have, it wouldn't have like, 
serve the purpose to kind of be like oh i finished this race even though yeah you finished like four hours ago yeah like if if you want to do that it's like perfectly fine but like i physically couldn't do it because like i hurt myself and i'm like well you know for me i just didn't want to yeah, wait you took that the, time took the dnf man. yeah That's and fine. then and i still ended up getting like the flu and the <laughs> on the way back so it was you remember you were sick for like two weeks after that yeah so um well, interesting time so i guess you did get a medal for it yeah, and then yeah, after right? that you did the the rally you're supposed to do the full but then you changed it to the half right? oh yeah so and, i did uh, the uh the raleigh north carolina yeah i was gonna do the full but i just didn't feel between the flu and just not being able to like get any long runs in i was like you know what let me downgrade because it's free and uh, I just did the half. I did that in like one fifty six. So I got under two, which is like my goal next year. I'm I'm going I'm going to win though. I'm going to crush it. You're going to win the race. Nah, first not place. Not <laughs> uh, but I will. I, I'm going to try and PR, which is a uh, one thirty seven. So uh, I got a lot of training to do, but yeah. I think I'll get there. Is the course like relatively flat? Or? Yeah, it had it had like a few rolling hills. Nothing too crazy. It's funny going to places and seeing people complain about hills and then you get there and it's like not, not a hill. hill yeah i think that's the one benefit of i guess running in jersey we do get hills almost every place you turn yeah so when you do go into play even um yeah like the new york city so danny did the raleigh one yeah. same day as i did the new york yeah. but even new york like um you hear a lot of people complaining about the hills and they're i mean it's sort of hilly because the bridges but other than that it's it's not bad i guess it's um, just like it's it's bad after you've been running like for if it's yeah, your first time yeah. or especially like if you're going yeah especially for a time. new york because like the main bridge is like mile like 15 to 16 so at that point you're already like you know giving it all you got and then you hit the hill yeah but um yeah so what i've been up to so i did the new york city marathon november 3rd same yep. as danny's half yep so we were te- it was really cold that morning though for both of us yeah it right? was i think it started at like 40 degrees which is weird for raleigh north carolina at the, at the time of year yeah, so. i guess the, the mornings though probably still get cold no matter what really. it was pretty chilly yeah i still went shirtless like mile five though i was just like i right, see my, the picture of you flexing shirtless yeah but. every camera even though i was like a little bit in pain i was like "Ooh, camera flex like yeah you gotta take it i i do i sent you the one of me doing the hulk hogan flex oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it's funny during that flex i was pretty much like crawling though so <laughs> but i had enough energy to flex you, really you hard you can't let the camera uh, no, see fear no exactly and, but all the other pictures had me like, walking yeah there, there's there's <laughs> one there's one of me like with my my signature tired oh, arm t-rex arms? yeah my t-rex arms if you want a picture just google steven seagal t-rex arms and that's pretty much what i do when i'm tired and running yeah the, the, <laughs> yeah check it out that was uh, really good but um so i did the new york city marathon um i ran with a friend of mine for like the first seven miles so like we said it was pretty chilly in the morning but uh, when New York, it starts a lot later than the regular marathon. Yeah. So I think you were done with your half before I even started mine. Yeah, I finished at like 10 or oh, okay. 9 something. I yeah, think so ours started, I think it was 9.40. Yeah. So it's a lot later. Um, you know, getting into the city is tough. It's daylight savings too. <laughs> so it's like everyone's a little off. So, you know, for a race like that. But the cool thing is you start on the Verrazano Bridge, which... um now i know why like new york everyone's like it's the best you know marathon to do because so far that's my sixth one i would say it's definitely the best experience i had especially when you start on top of the verrazano because you know you're starting 
there's like helicopters flying overhead and uh they like shoot a cannon and then (laughs) it's pretty it's pretty sick though so everyone's like running the bridge it almost feels like you're going into battle because there's like a helicopter next to you like filming oh too like and it's it's pretty cool so it's just like a wild experience and then you go through like the different boroughs and stuff um so i was trying to shoot for my goal was 335 my best was 336 so I was trying to go for 335, but I was feeling good. I was going for like 330 because like I was going around eight minute pace for a while. And then, um, you know, I hit the Queens Bridge around 16 and I think that was my problem. I think I took it a little too, like too fast. much out of the gate kind of thing. Yeah. I saw people slowing down, but I just like kind of kept my pace because I was feeling good. Okay. But then right after that, you hit First Avenue and literally like eight blocks after First Avenue. I saw like my wife and like a couple friends. And uh, after I saw them, though, I was like all right is the race over kind of like i was just like (laughs) i was pretty shot so that uh you get to the bronx at like mile 20 and um yeah i told like some people i do not remember anything from the bronx i remember they had like a bio free zone Uh. where like you spray your legs and that was like what i did but i got like super dizzy oh um and i never experienced that like before i don't know if it was like nutrition or um maybe like, like i wasn't sleeping good yeah. yeah i don't know what it was but i got like really lightheaded so i had to walk and then like once you start walking it's a wrap yeah. so the last six miles i basically walked and ran and uh the weird thing was i could only run fast so i was that like douchebag in races that was passing people and then stopping and then, stopping, yeah. and then walking and then stopping and walking and then uh, i would like count to like 60 seconds running fast and then I'd walk for like 20 seconds and yeah. I just kept doing it for six miles. <laughs> and it took me to like a 346 doing that, which is pretty good considering, you know, I struggled the last six, but 346 um, is, uh, yeah, I mean, I, that's why I was still happy with the time. It just, you know, it sucks when you're like going good yeah. and then you just like hit that wall. It's the worst feeling. Yeah. But <laughs> it, it happens. But, um, I think, so another thing I had, uh, had another kid also. Yeah. So I think that kind of, <laughs> I was not sleeping well for that month leading up to the race. I think uh, that would wear on someone's uh, performance. <laughs> yeah, I think that because I did do a 16 miler like three weeks before. And um, I remember I did get dizzy during that too. Yeah. And I think it was because like I just wasn't sleeping enough and stuff. But I don't know. We'll see. I signed up for. Uh, so that's another thing. Uh, so what's next um, for you? So we have uh, what, like a. 10 mile or trail race in March. Um, I'm going to try and find something in between, like maybe an, another half if I can, like something trail wise. I did decide I'm going to go uh, sign up for an ultra uh, in May. Yeah. So uh, tell me. Wait, yeah, which one is it? It's the, the um, Ithaca, New York, Ithaca. right? The yeah. Cayuga it, Trail. Yeah, the Cayuga so. Trail uh, 50K. So going to sign up for that this weekend. Uh, I was trying to decide what ultra I wanted to do. I, re- I have a credit for like Spartan Race. Um, and my original plan was to sign up for like a the tri-state Spartan Ultra, but I don't know. After this year, I'm kind of over obstacles right now. So does that go? Does that credit go forever? Or? No, it goes to the end of the year. So uh, I gotta I gotta find either a race or I gotta find someone who like wants me to sign them up. So maybe I'll like sell it to them or something. Oh, okay. So that's kind of like actually my, a good option. That yeah, that's kind of my plan with it. Um, next and then November PR my half crush it yeah, uh, yeah we got a. I think we're doing the a turkey trot trot yeah yeah this week uh something local nothing too crazy 5k yeah you know gonna try and you know i'm gonna shoot for like a 17 14 but no uh <laughs> no I'll, I'll i was probably, about to say i was like what 
No, I'm yeah, probably. Uh, I, I haven't really done speed training, so I'm probably gonna just. If yeah, I can get like it's 24, like cold, I'd be happy. Yeah, yeah, if it's a cold morning too, you know, it's gonna hurt the lungs right away. I think that one I actually might have to warm up. Yeah, a little I, I bit do first. Yeah, I, I think I'll, I might I'll have to do you. like a half mile or something. Um, yeah. So for me, I uh, we're gonna do that 5K. I signed up for the Cleveland Marathon. That's in May. Taking advantage, I have uh, some family out there, so I'll stay for free and just knock out another state. I'm trying to like do all the states. Like but like before kind of i die kind yeah, of thing yeah, yeah. like <laughs> not like you know yeah i'm not trying to crank out like six marathons a year like i don't have like a deadline for it like i think i'll eventually five get to, you know yeah like, so right now i'm trying to do like the ones where i can like stay for free so that's why i did baltimore okay uh so i'll do cleveland and then i'll probably knock out some like northeast ones like hartford or something Connecticut. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with uh each state i wouldn't mind doing i like, will a few count countries though. i will count uh like ultras though too though as okay. a marathon so like I did look at like Connecticut ultras or something yeah. like that, or Delaware. Or I guess it's like uh, it would be interesting to find out with some of those uh, other states that necessarily we yeah like don't have anything going on in there. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I saw uh, Connecticut had one. It's I think it's called like the Trap Rock 50k, okay. and that one's actually like a qualifier for like the UTMB, uh, okay. which is uh the bit like the biggest European like uh, ultra. Where, where it's like it the biggest like world ultra i think it's an um i'm not even sure either switzerland Somewhere. or some okay. shit like that like that would be cool and like, uh people like in the u.s try to get like qualifying races because you need certain points gotcha okay so the one connecticut's two points so i think you need a total of eight though so you'd have to like and it's only two races equal the eight uh, so like you can't so basically if you do a two which is probably like a 50k yeah probably the six is like a hundred miler Oh, wow. Okay. So, but I think a lot of people do four and four, whatever. But it's like <laughs> the biggest, like a lot of people try to, in like the ultra community, they try to do like that UTMB kind of race. But That'd be kind of cool. Like I'm, it, and it'll be exciting because like I wanted to do an ultra at some point, either obstacle or trail or whatever it is. So I'm kind of curious to see how I feel, how the training is. And like, it's something I probably want to get into because I feel like I enjoy more of the endurance stuff rather than <laughs> the shorter stuff. And trails are like, they're just enjoyable being out there. Yeah, we and ran today. Yeah, we did run today. We did like eight and a half, mostly trail. It was first time through the trail. So if anyone looks at the Garmin, um, you'll see like we stopped a lot because I was trying to figure out where the hell we were a couple oh, yeah. times. Should we put up our, uh, maybe we'll, yeah, that's something we'll do. We'll link our uh, Garmin or Garmin Strava or whatever. That way, uh, if you care about it, you can kind of track our, our, our workouts and stuff and, you know, ask us questions if you want. But chances yeah. are you probably know more than <laughs> yeah so um let, let's get into i guess what this is about some streaming you know? yeah, yeah, yeah you know uh, <laughs> by the way we do movies um, we do movies shows and, shows, yeah. and streaming uh but let's talk um so i i have kind of a brief outline so since we've been away for a while I want anything you've been watching in between uh, a few uh things. seasons so we're, we're gonna we're gonna cover uh two movies that we saw el camino and dolomite uh but yeah, today. We're, yeah covering today, today we're covering that today <laughs> but in between uh, i saw a f i've been watching a few things I, I forget the name of the anime but it's like a viking anime uh which is pretty interesting oh I yeah you were telling me about yeah, it i forget the name of it there's like eight it's 18 episodes deep on amazon oh i think is, you showed it to me yeah, yeah i showed you like the intro or yeah, whatever like just killing uh, a ton of people yeah um watching uh jack ryan season two now okay which i've i don't know i have mixed feelings I, about i enjoy it but it's definitely 
very different than season one. Yeah, it's like going for more of like a 24 kind of vibe, I, I feel like, which is less interesting to me because I saw nine or eight seasons of 24, so I don't really need to see yeah, more. I felt that way too, but I think that we'll cover Jack Ryan Yeah, we, for that reason, <laughs> I believe. And then um, what else did I watch off the top of my head? Oh, and then I, I mentioned it in a different episode, but uh, Carnival Row. We said that it looked kind of whack and we didn't want to watch it. And then I immediately ended up watching the whole season. Oh, good for you, man. Uh, I only lasted, I think, an episode and a half. Show, uh, show kind of sucked. I don't know. <laughs> it, it, it got it, it. Some shows just get their hooks in me, and like even if I know it's like bad, I'm like, well, I came. I'm three or four episodes in now, so I have to finish. Well, the first episode definitely does get you in because of yeah. the whole fantasy world. Yeah, like the one scene. Um, which I'm sure was in the trailers because it's it's actually a good scene. It's the one where she's like running through the woods and all of like, oh, the fairies yeah. are like and getting shot. And they put the chains on like the, uh, on the, the, top trees, of the trees so they can't fly away. Yeah. yeah like was... you watch a scene like that and you're like, oh yeah, like give me more of that. Does it ever get to that point again or no? No. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it and then they had like the love thing with, uh, what's the guy's or name? Orlando uh, Bloom. Yeah, Orlando it? Bloom. And I, I forget looking the- looking beefy. And... He's what? He's looking beefy now. Uh, yeah, nowadays. Yeah, he did bulk up a little bit. But then, yeah, they have this like love relationship and it's like, it's just a lot of cheesy lines. Like there's one actually I wrote down because it's, um, I forget the chick's name, but she's pretty good in oh, it. Oh, Tara I, I, She's like a, Devlin. I think she's like a, 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 like a model or something. Yeah, she's That's in her, Suicide like, actress. Squad. She's also in, um, she's actually a pretty good actress yeah, for I like, like her, yeah. not really having a background, I guess. So she's cool, but she has a line where, uh, yeah, Orlando Bloom's like, oh, I didn't mean to hurt you. She's like, you didn't hurt me. You destroyed me. And I'm like, oh, I did my see that. God, I think that was the second eyes. episode. <laughs> like they couldn't roll out of my skull like further. But um, yeah. And then there's like a weird plot. Like um, the main plot is like the the governor's son gets kidnapped and blah, blah, blah. It's like it ends up being like the governor's wife orchestrates like the whole thing. Spoiler and, alert. Yeah, spoiler, by the way. <laughs> um, And then there's like a weird. Isn't there like a monster in the sewers? Uh, yeah, yeah. It. It's so stupid. And then there's like a, the stepsister ends up like sleeping. No, the guy sleeps with like his stepsister and then they find out. And then at the end, they like ally to like take over the town now. So that's where they like left off. I don't know. It was stupid. I kind of fast forward the last two episodes. So <laughs> don't know exactly what happened. Orlando Bloom fights like a monster, um, which is. So there is a monster. Yeah. There, no, there definitely is. It's pretty cool, too. It's like made up of like different body parts and stuff. And oh, that's they do cool. like a ritual to like keep it moving. But. Show Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> if, you, if you like the Cool. Um, but yeah, other than that, what, what about uh, you? Uh, so I have a running list. Oh, I'm damn. not going to get into any of them. So I'm just going to mention them. But um, that's the one benefit of having a newborn the fact that like you don't sleep. You do have to like do something while you're awake. So I just watch a shit ton of shows and like movies. So um, no I've been watching no Red Dead. Or? Nah, no <laughs> video games with this guy. He's he's kind of fat to hold up while I play video games. But um, I I was been watching Titans. Which one was Titans? Oh, like with, Teen uh, Titans, the DC oh, no, uh, Universe one, the live action one. So I saw season one, and I'm like up to date with season two. Okay. Uh, it's enjoyable actually. Uh, it's like a shit ton of brooding to. But if you're a fan of those characters, I think it's enjoyable i saw fleabag on amazon which is fleabag um it's basically like a sex addict girl it's actually a really funny show i, right. I would actually recommend for is everyone because like comedy though it's a comedy like yeah okay. yeah it's it's a comedy it just like and she talks to the camera 
So like the whole like show is like, yeah. yeah, like she's just like, we'll be in a conversation like me and you right now. Okay. And then she'll just be like, uh, yeah. What's like, it called? Look uh, at the camera. Break, breaking the third wall? Or yeah, third wall. Or yeah, or so fourth, it's it's really, it's really good. Each episode is, I think, less than 30 minutes. Nice. And okay. <laughs> it's only, it won a ton of like awards too. Um, Where's that on? Amazon. Okay. And uh, the thing is, they're ending it after two seasons. Oh. Like, and people want it to continue, but they're like, nah. don't do it. Yeah, don't they're just it. like, they're like, we're good. Like, it was meant to be like two, and that's it. Um, I saw Mindhunter, uh, how, season you, one. How'd you? Oh, season one. I didn't. Yeah, my wife finished season two. I don't think I'll get to it. I, I don't know. It's like it, after I saw season one, like I had trouble sleeping for like two weeks. <laughs> So I'm like conflicted on watching season two. There's it's a bunch ru- of serial killer shit going on in my house, though. My wife loves that. <laughs> uh, so, I'm, I'm, which is weird, though, because she hates scary movies. But she, I'm like, how do you like well, listening to it's, like it's, murders? It's, it's like my mom, though. Like she hates like violence or any like awkward, like crazy situation like that. But she loves like Law and Order, like SVU. Yeah, and same it's like- thing. <laughs> Maybe it's a Dominican thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been watching uh, Bates Motel. Okay. It's on Netflix. Um, my brother told me to watch that. I saw like season and a half. Uh, Cobra Kai. I haven't seen it yet. It's, but you told me. It's fucking. It. It's fucking good. <laughs> um, it's very like the guy, the character, um, Johnny. Um, they basically kind of pluck him out of like the eighties. Nice. So okay. he's like hilarious. Like, cause some of the shit he says would be like very, you know like not 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 pc, not, now, not PC okay. nowadays yeah like he'll call kids like dorks and fat and like lesbians <laughs> and stuff like that so it's pretty fun uh el camino dolomite jack ryan uh the king which i think oh yeah we'll, we'll the talk king about too, yeah uh yeah we'll, we'll talk about it uh i saw um i forgot the name of the movie but um which i told you to watch on netflix something moon Shadow uh, Moon. Shadow Moon. Yeah, Shadow Moon. Wait, is it Shadow Moon? Is this the one with the chick with, who travels in time? Or yeah. The, okay, because there's. I think Shadow Moon is about a black guy who doesn't feel pain and then ends up being a vigilante. Probably. Because I just let, saw let, the trailer before we <laughs> before we started. Uh, I think uh, in, no, in in the shadow of the moon. In the shadow of the moon. I would actually rec- if you have Netflix, check that movie out. I don't think it got like any advertisement, and it's uh it's with the white cop from Narcos and Predator. And it's actually like a good quality film. Like yeah. it's a. It looks like cool. it looks the trailer like looked cool. Yeah, like it looks like it would be in theaters. Like the quality is actually not like a shitty quality. Cover film. that one. Um, that one's actually a very entertaining movie, and I like time travel and shit. So yeah. it got me hooked. Um, the Game Changers documentary. Oh. Yeah, which, like uh, the one on ESPN or whatever. No, nah, the one with like the the vegan eating. The one that oh. Joe Rogan is like mad because like he has like all his ads are meat companies. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Wait, which, what are we talking about? ESPN game. What was the show on ESPN with the football players? Is that what I'm getting confused with? Mm. Game. Ma- I don't know. I have to Google it. Uh, I've been watching Watchmen. Playmakers. Playmakers. Oh, okay. Okay. Sorry, Good that was going to bother I, me. I, I, I need to find that on out. DVD. Uh, Watchmen on HBO. Okay. His Dark Materials and uh, Mandalorian on Disney Plus. How's Mandalorian? Real quick, and then we'll get so, into. Yeah, yeah. So we we want to talk about it. Um, so I was telling Danny, like, if you don't like Star Wars, it's a bad show. <laughs> um, it's literally like the first three episodes. Like for me, I like Star Wars. I like, you know, it's like, oh, this guy has like a Boba Fett mask. Yeah, He's yeah. a Mandalorian. Like, tell me more. I want to yeah. know about his people. And there's like you know, little like Easter eggs. They're like, oh, that's cool. But like the first two episodes, he's kind of just walking around <laughs> like I'm stuck in like this planet and uh, the action is very like low budgety and nice okay. uh, the third episode was pretty good 
but if you don't like Star Wars, like, like stay away. Okay. Um, if you like Star Wars, which a lot of people do, yeah, it's a great show. Well, for, the new one's for coming the, out. The um, the new movie. Like, yeah, exactly. Like December so, or something. End of December. Yeah. So that I mean, they're writing that like you know the people that are like craving star wars and the and uh the, they need some to put themselves apart with the streaming wars going on right now but that's the thing like i think as far as the streaming war like that being the draw i the thing is the people how many people watch star wars like a ton yeah a ton like each movie anything star wars is like yeah. a win so exactly. each movie makes over 1.5 billion so <laughs> it's like they're gonna do well with having the Mandalorian. Is that as an their... actual fact that you you can reference? Or... I mean, it probably <laughs> is, but uh, I think it's. I know it's definitely over a billion. I don't know if it's like one point five, one point. Uh, no, okay. maybe it's two. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> all right. So let's get into this. Yeah. So um, enough rambling. Uh, this is gonna be a long podcast or no? Uh, oh no, we're only, we're not doing too bad. Actually. Yeah, we're we're good. Because I think the movies now that we're not talking about. Do I need another another beer? So or? actually, let's talk about <laughs> this then. Real quick, since we talked about Disney Plus, go for it. So, how do you feel about like Disney Plus versus Netflix versus I think HBO Max is coming out, I, CBS? Something. I feel like competition is great in like industries. I feel like it's really annoying in this industry because every streaming service is coming out with their own unique shows and movies, which is great for like a viewer, but you end up paying as much as like your cable bill for <laughs> yeah i think what a lot of i think what's gonna happen at least i mean what i might do if there's something i really want to watch on one thing i might just cancel like netflix for like a month or two and just like watch and then, like that like, streaming service and then that's if they let you do it like month to month as easy because i know sling like i can cancel like right now and it'll be canceled i don't know if like netflix does like oh till the end of the month or something but um uh, that would be like an interesting way of doing it like for me it's, it's like that's if you don't care about like waiting for a show and care about like your wallet but like yeah. i would be willing to wait like a month if i really want to watch a show to cancel something and sign up for something else. yeah because like i feel like unless it's a like say like game of thrones like it was hard to like avoid spoilers for that because everyone watched it. Everyone you go on YouTube, it. you're recommended even though you don't watch anything like movie related or yeah. show related. It's like, oh, you know, Daenerys like blah 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 burned someone. It was it's even like, tough walking into work. Yeah, because it's like, oh, uh, did you see Game of Thrones? Oh no, I didn't see it. Yet. Oh, you're gonna love yeah. when this guy dies. Like and right like, when you walk in the you, door. Man. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, at least like for for that and. I think it's pretty easy to avoid spoilers. Yeah. So if like, you, I mean, if you, you didn't hear anything about Mandalorian, right? I have none. Exactly. So <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's not like Game of Thrones. But it's actually one of those shows where I probably just would look on YouTube, like, oh, like Mandalorian action scenes or something, and just like, there's not many. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he gets like ran over by a couple of animals. You, you and got then my he's point, like, though. Yeah, but. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's good just because, like, and we've talked about in the past where we just creativity and like movies and show i feel like is at an all-time low and i feel like we're starting to see that come back or at least like like the creative part of movies and shows like we're starting to see more original ideas yeah or like people like, just uh like studios just signing off on shit yeah now that like i don't think would have and, and i love it because like there's so many like shitty movies on netflix that i love you know yeah, that yeah. so it, keep keep on bringing all these like you know uh What's it called? Independent films and like bring them on Netflix because they're going to be a unique draw there. Like, okay, great. Because I love movies and I love, yeah. you know, unique ideas. Once we start getting all, all into this, like, oh, let's recreate this movie for the third time. But now we have modern actors. 
It's like, I don't care. I'm not interested. Yeah, yeah. So uh, does Disney, as a, I guess, streaming customer, does Disney Plus, like, lure you in at all or not? Not, not really. Yeah. Like, the only, maybe just because, like, the animated movies, but, like, Pixar and stuff. But I, th- I don't to know. To me, that's... I could wait. That's though, my like, biggest draw, I guess, for because um now that I have kids and shit... Like I don't care about the Disney ball because I yeah. well that's another thing too though it depends on I guess how you grew up like I wasn't a big Disney kid growing up okay um, I know some people kind of turn into Disney people as they get older which it's, is a little weird yeah um, and I don't know that's like a whole culture um, it's interesting you say that though because when we were in North Carolina we stayed with someone who's like she was a huge Disney like fan when she was a kid and she like loves disney now oh, still really, yeah. in, in the opposite end but you see that's uh I like that to normal. me makes sense that makes sense when you're like in your 30s and 40s and you have no kids or something or they're not watching disney and you like love disney yeah yeah, yeah. but, but do you, i don't know to be fair though if you like the movies then i, I guess i can see it you know what i mean yeah like uh, yeah, the disney like the vault that they have all the old disney it's not it definitely enticing attracts like people that grew up with disney yeah. so like for me uh you know i mean i my friend has it so we share uh passwords like i watched the mandalorian whoa, whoa, and that's don't. it you don't share passwords. I mean, uh, you have your own You're... i don't do that i <laughs> um i share with uh my wife yeah yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah uh, but as like a as like a streaming service like it doesn't really like the only thing that would that kind of makes me upset is um the lock of like nat geo Stuff. That is true. Yeah, the that's Nat kind Geo. of annoying because I do like Nat Geo. But the thing but is, Nat Geo is a cable. If you have you can cable, find it. Yeah, you can you find, can find it, it other places. Can, yeah, because I have a Sling, so I watch like Nat Geo on Sling. So it's not like the end of the world for me. Um, they do have like some Jeff Goldblum thing on there, but, <laughs> which is I don't even know what it's about. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's good like competition wise. It's it's getting a little annoying because there's like too many streaming services now. Yeah, I'm I'm sticking with what I have. Yeah, but, I am not paying more for. Like I'm good with like Netflix and Amazon, Hulu, and I don't even have Hulu because. Well, I think that's connected to. Disney you can Plus. Yeah, yeah, you can connect it with Disney Plus now. But honestly, like, look if if. If all these different like streaming services mean that we get more unique movies, more unique shows that like we normally wouldn't get because like there was no competition, so there was no need for them, I'm all for it. I just probably won't be watching them all because there's too much shit to watch already. So yeah, I agree. I agree with that though. Like, there's just so much time in the day. Yeah. Um. And I still so gotta play games to, and yeah, shit. And train, there's still other you know, shit like, to do. I mean, like I got kids and shit. I don't, <laughs> I don't got time to watch like seven different streaming channels. Well, I guess like you kind of do well now but, yeah <laughs> if you know sleep four at five hours a night yeah, yeah. i guess i can watch stuff the rest go, of the go day go to work like boss says oh why are you so tired I'm like oh man stay until uh, 2 a.m watching uh disney plus <laughs> and lady in the tramp you know oh yeah oh, the so remake uh, they, they have a movie of that now yeah so. i heard it was like bad though yeah, from, don't imagine it would be good but yeah. <laughs> i heard the, the weird thing is um like the reviews here's the thing like with disney like they get stellar reviews no matter what yeah because I think a lot of the people that like review it are people who like love Disney, which yeah. so it's like hard for them to like like Mandalorian has like stellar reviews, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, okay, it's I'm like just, me personally, like I love Star Wars, but it's just I mean, it's okay show. I mean, I'm not a guy in a helmet. Star Wars like, fan. You know, you're yeah. like guy in a helmet. Sorry guys, <laughs> um, I offended all the Star Wars fans. But all right, let's get into El Camino. I guess uh, we'll talk about like how we liked it. A little bit of like how it connects. Yes. Yeah, so it, it basically takes place after. And if you haven't watched. So if you want to watch this movie, 
I would say if you watched Breaking Bad, which is a great show in itself, it probably makes the most sense to to you as a viewer. If you didn't watch Breaking Bad and you just watched this as like just a standalone movie, it's I guess enjoyable, but it won't like the context isn't there, so you don't really get like why this character is kind of weird or like yeah. why he doesn't talk especially a lot. like the flashbacks of him yeah. you know kind of being down and, yeah because like, you know i guess you would have questions of how he got there yeah and, and basically the seasons lead you know, up to, lead up to yeah, his, his whole character development but yeah it pretty much takes place like hours after the uh season finale is it for yeah no it yeah. actually takes place like right right after because okay. uh so at the end of the season so i went back um on sunday so at the end of the season finale spoilers by the way oh yeah spoilers <laughs> spoilers um he gets in the car he gets in the el camino yeah so that's oh, what it's called oh, el camino. oh wow Ooh. <laughs> uh and drives away so that's how it starts off so um so yeah that's basically and we're not going to get into the show uh we both watched it we both i think still it's probably the best show that like goes from start to finish because i feel like Oh, like most complete, general? Sh- okay. yeah, in general, because like Game of Thrones, for instance, to me was a better show, but the last season was like so bad yeah, and yeah. it ended so badly. I can't like say. I think Breaking Bad just had like a great ending, and this was almost and like. And know. it's risky when you do like a movie on top of that too, especially like I can't think of any other movies that did like a direct like. Oh, this is like right after the season finale. I can't think of many. But even including that, it was still like beginning to end pretty good. Yeah, like yeah. it was pretty good. Yeah. So I was um so it has the same like, you know, the same creator, uh Vince Gilligan, I, I believe is the name. And um so he actually wanted to do this. Initially he thought he wanted to do like a short I think a short story. Okay. I think he initially just had like ten to fifteen minutes, but he kept writing like script and it just kept getting bigger and bigger and he's okay. like, Screw it, I'm just gonna like make a movie at this point. So he came up with the idea because, um, you know, in the show, Jesse just never gets like an ending, right? He just kind of like drives off. So yeah, that's which, why it leads there. Which is interesting because, like, at first when I saw like the trailers or the ads for this movie, I was like, I was like, who is this for? You know what I mean? Like for me, I was like, oh, cool, the Breaking Bad ended. I'm good. Time to move on. Yeah, yeah. I think um, there's just like a big audience out there. I guess like including the what, creator. Like what happened to Jesse? Yeah, like, just what happened to Jesse, right? Like, need that closure. Uh, yeah, because I mean, the last season was a little dark. Yeah, like a lot of people <laughs> died, you know, and then um, I mean, including Walter White, and so I guess I mean, spoiler: this is probably the only happy ending for any character in the show. Pretty much, yeah. Right. Like, I, I mean, think the, the whole thing is like Jesse. So Jesse leaves the the season ends or the show ends with Walter White going to get like do like an ex- is it an exchange for Jesse I think or something? Or uh, they bring Jesse for whatever reason. No, I think like, he just wants to like, like leverage or some shit. Yeah, he's like upset that really. they didn't kill Jesse because initially Walter White wanted them to kill Jesse and then he found out that there was like still meth on the market. Yeah. Um, so he was like living in New Hampshire, Walter White. So he comes back, he poisons like that one chick. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, then he ends up killing like the Nazis that or neo-Nazis that hold, that are holding, like they basically kept Jesse like in a cage. Yeah. And, and they, like made him make meth. Yeah. So he, Walter White was like 
upset that they were still making meth and but then i think he found out that you know the reason they were making meth was because they, they, they had jesse alive. like captive as like yeah. they literally had him in like a big cage that he like stayed in if he wasn't cooking meth and when he was cooking meth they would uh like tie him up to like pretty much like a chain to like keep him like leashed yeah which they show in the in the, in movie. the, in the movie yeah so um so Walter White kills all those guys. He dies himself, and Jesse leaves, and that's how this the show ends. And then this movie picks up with Jesse in the El Camino, like just driving and going to his old I forget the guy's name, but like his Skinny old dealer. Pete. Yeah, like he has a, his two boys that they were like dealers or whatever. So he goes there to like hide out, and then they give him money, et cetera, et cetera. And I guess Jesse, his whole purpose is to like or idea is he's gonna get this money that was like hidden yeah 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 to it like was, get to pay because uh, i forget the guy's yeah. name to like send them to canada or something so he can like disappear or oh, no the uh, disappearing Alaska. man yeah so um yeah we'll, we'll talk about that but um i guess we're just gonna get into so we're assuming we watched you you guys all watched yeah. El camino so yeah. we're gonna just talk yeah. about like some <laughs> some awards that we want to talk about so um we want to talk about uh the best scene of the movie uh danny you want to lead out what, what's your uh Best scene, favorite scene, whatever scene that you like, want to talk about. I would say like the most uh, enjoyable scene throughout was the um, when he goes back to the, I guess, the apartment to like get the money out of the fridge. And then he runs into the two uh, the two guys he thinks oh, the are fake cops. Yeah, the fake cops. He thinks they're cops. And then uh, and then there's like the pest, the, the, like the super annoying old man roommate who's like, oh, I used to I used to be like a, you know, amateur detective or whatever. Like, if you need any help, I can like, so, get it. Yeah. So it like, was so annoying. Man. Oh, yeah. He was like watering the bushes. So, you know, there's this cool thing where he uh, Jesse is originally like in there and then he hides and then the two cops like or the two fake cops are searching around and they think they hear him or whatever. And then it was this cool thing where like the cop like goes uh, the fake cop goes under the thing and like jesse's there with the gun which is like a really creepy like awesome that was scene. a cool scene because it was like very dark and then you see the barrel of the gun yeah and then he like holds out. him hostage and then they lie about saying they have like backup and then jesse ends up like uh just surrendering himself and then he <laughs> the guy's like zip tying him or something and or he's like no he's like oh give oh, me yeah, like something give me to tie him. Him. He's, he's like, like yo my yeah, he's like yo you some handcuffs bro and i'm like which is funny because like we haven't seen jesse be jesse kind of which i thought they did a pretty cool like thing throughout the movie where if you saw the show you know like how jesse was and how he's he's kind of just like a lot of like yo 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 or like yeah. a bro <laughs> yo bitch yeah, like, <laughs> yeah yo yeah well, what are you bitch and like yeah, it kind of comes out yeah, like here so and there like, which is nice it, so it's cool to see like his personality come out again i think he did a good job there um so then they they pretty much pretend to like uh, lock him up or whatever and then the, the other cop or the fake cop goes to talk to like the annoying uh, neighbor and then Jesse's like, look, look, I know where this is. They find the cash and he basically splits it 50-50. And he's like, you don't want to kill me because then like you're going to have to kill the neighbor too. Yeah. You're going to have like a whole like mess to clean up, blah, blah, blah. So they end up going and like splitting there. And then he pretty much wants the money for which which I don't remember. Why why couldn't he pay the disappearing man to he didn't want to do it, right? Yeah. And know. the show, um, I think the dis- disappearing man came to pick him up. And then he just like stayed indoors or something. Okay, like yeah, yeah. he he uh he didn't he, he likes passed to him say, up. Yeah, okay. That's why I like when he met the disappearing man later on. He's like, I'm really sorry for you know not going with you. Yeah. And all that stuff. But um, 
So my favorite scene, you know, besides the shootout at the end, because the shootout at the end was pretty cool. <laughs> Which, uh, I thought that. <laughs> first scene of was all, good. like, why is this guy like? He's like, no, 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 I'll duel you, and I'm like, what? like, well, just shoot this guy, man. Well, no, because he had the. Yeah, that's true. You could just show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, I would not do it. Like, especially like, Jesse doesn't have like a background in like like gunfighting or whatever well, apparently he does because he shot the second dude yeah, in the it, head so, yeah he had <laughs> so he like just for that scene the gunfight scene at the end he uh and i forget the guy's name we don't have to mention it but no, the main bad guy i would say he's like yeah i'll duel you because like jesse goes in there to get like the rest of the money that he gave to him so he the the guy ends up getting this great idea. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll duel you, Wild West style. Well, whatever. yeah, because he sees he has like that World War Two gun that like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if I shoot you with that gun, it'd probably hit like the closet behind you somewhere. <laughs> like the accuracy on so those he, guns. So he wants terrible. to duel Jesse, and they're like about ready, and Jesse ends up like shooting him out of his pocket with another gun, which I'm like, very how, slick. Like, how would you shoot him with that? So that was pretty cool, though. But, he hit him a couple times too. Yeah, oh, and then man. he shoots the other guy in the face, and he like blackmails the other guys by saying like, "Oh, I got your licenses now. If you guys say anything, I'll like come and like, that was kill a very your own smart move." Well, that was a very. It was reminiscent of how Walter, um, like, blackmailed those two people. Uh, I forget their names, but like the, his old coworker or something like that. Like, oh, that's right. When yeah, he used yeah, to work yeah. in like a lab. In or the lab, whatever, yeah. And he like blackmailed these two people, and basically lied like Jesse's boys. Um, like use like oh, with use the, the red dot the red lasers. Laser dots. Yeah, yeah. So that's how in the beginning of the movie, Skinny Pete and uh, I forget the other dude's name, the tall guy. Yeah. Uh, he they have all that cash because that was from Walter White gave him the money yeah. for putting the red laser dots <laughs> on those people. But um, yeah. I mean, that wasn't my best scene, but it was uh, a cool scene, but it was a cool yeah. scene though. Um, my favorite scene was actually when they do the flashbacks and he's in Todd's apartment. And the, there's like the dead housekeeper on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what do you say? Like, oh, she she was gonna, f- dude. Todd's such a cr- like Todd. scary character. But you right? know what? Now that you watch like Mind Hunters and all that, he is the typical yeah. like serial killer. I'm surprised they didn't cast him in one of the like yeah. serial I killer. Think, I think they might actually interview him in the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, he basically fits like the criteria. Yeah, yeah. They He's do a actually a really good him, job. Yeah, because yeah, he. You know, basically, like, justifies everything and is kind of like, eh. <laughs> that's, like, uh. that's pretty much his thing. He's like, yeah, you know, she found some cash and, you know, I didn't want her questioning it. So I just strangled or her. Or even in, there's one scene in the movie where, like, Jesse, uh, they go out to, I think, Barry, the, um, <laughs> the housekeeper. <laughs> and then Jesse gets a hold of the gun because he just, Todd just leaves it in the car because he's like, ah, what? Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> so Jesse gets, he's pointing it at Todd. And then Jesse's like, hey, hey. We can just get some pizza yeah, or whatever. Like, what, what, what toppings <laughs> do you want? Oh, pepperoni, classic. Yeah, yeah. And so, and just and he just takes the gun from like. And by the way, when I say take, he just like literally like oh reaches over and just grabs the gun gently, yeah. and he's like, huh? Let's go get some pizza. Let's go. Yeah, the dude's a like, sociopath. He's so good. He's so like, creepy. He plays yeah. it so good. <laughs> I think he was like. Besides Aaron Paul, uh, oh, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. probably the best actor. Yeah, in hands the movie, down in the movie. Uh, okay. Yeah, in the movie. Because like, I'm gonna say, I he's like sneaky good though. You know, yeah. like, he's so funny. But um, <laughs> he's coming up on one of my next awards. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we're gonna do uh, what's the best Jesse being Jesse scene for you? And this one is, uh, I, you know, how Danny talked about like his person. So during the show, he just has that personality of like, you know, like we mentioned, he's just, you know, like, yo. And yeah, yeah, yo, yo, he's like bro. like a stoner, bro, yeah. skater personality. So what I, what I, part comes out the best? Well, my, uh, at least my favorite was uh, when he goes to, I guess, the dis- disappearing man and he's like, 
he says like oh he called the cops and like he doesn't have to deal with like jesse's bullshit and yeah. then jesse like he's like you call the cops i don't think so because it'd be like more problem for you and blah 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 yeah, and he's yeah. like you think i'm playing these games and then the cops come rolling around and i'm like oh that's and then typical. he just runs yeah he just like bounces and i'm yeah, like oh, that's it's typical actually- jesse where he like thinks he's like much more clever than he actually was yeah, yeah that, that was a uh, that's the scene i had too, <laughs> and then he just runs <laughs> yeah that was that was by far i think just straight like season two jesse because yeah, it, it, yeah it was he, he it like, was reminiscent he, of like how he is because like. he was about he closed he locked the door <laughs> and he was trying to like you said he was trying to outsmart him but then he realized like nah, like no like, i'm an not, idiot yeah you're not outsmarting most people on the show and <laughs> the way he talked too he's like yeah bitch you know i know you called the fake 911 because <laughs> yeah. they wouldn't have like this trick let you hang up um yeah that was a great like old school <laughs> jesse scene so all right, now we're going to our character awards. So oh God. Who aged the worst for you? <laughs> Specific to this uh, movie, <laughs> Todd. Todd, yeah. All right, so I would say so too. I, I think it's pretty. Sorry, Todd. I think it's pretty. Yeah, you did a great job in the movie, but um, <laughs> and the show. I think it's pretty funny when they have like direct sequels, or it's like, oh, it's been an hour, or it's been like, whatever. And then they they show like flashbacks, and clearly Todd has gained like sixty pounds. Sixty, <laughs> you try like a hundred twenty, man. And it, like when I was watching it, I was like, I was like, wait, what? What is like? At first, I didn't know what was going on because I thought like maybe this was like an a, like an actual scene. And then it took me a while to realize. Yeah, I think I was I, I was drinking when I saw the movie, so I was a little fucked up. But I couldn't figure out. I'm like, wait, so is this a flashback or is this current? I thought for some reason it was like a future like him still <laughs> like trapped in the like, cage yeah, yeah, yeah. um until like i realized you know because when they first show todd you're like holy shit yeah like now nah, this can't be like a flashback you thought they were like cgi'd well, his belly out well, of the that's way. why i got confused because i was like oh wait has it been like months or i'm like oh no it's just flashback damn he gained a lot of weight like, yeah yeah he didn't look his best yeah um it actually reminded me of like the the show lost with uh sawyer uh if you like google like fat sawyer lost you'll see like a ton of posts about uh, like man sawyer gained weight or he, like he gained so much weight i remember they sawyer on the show like <laughs> after a certain season they dressed him differently yeah. he was wearing like a lot baggier clothes because he put on so much weight and uh i mean same thing happened to todd his yeah, face still looked well. young and it's just it's it was pretty funny because i was like hmm they probably like could have asked them to like just lose a few pounds for the movie or something or yeah, whatever but yeah. just to keep it like because if you especially if you just like binged like breaking bad and then you watch this and you're like wait what <laughs> it's like wait who's this guy like is that todd dead but no. now but, but now watch he's gonna get be like ripped in whatever he's in next because that's what, like what happened with sawyer when he did uh oh, homeland or whatever no or... the stupid robot the alien the alien one which i actually walking dead gosh so annoying but um (laughs) i actually really like that show i didn't see the new season. yeah Yeah, it's actually pretty good wait new season yeah they don't no it's on netflix they they don't they stop well i don't know if it's a news new to me because i didn't watch it all right all right we both picked age of the world it's done man yeah (laughs) so um who aged the best for you probably jesse honestly yeah he looks i didn't even think about that he looks kind of the same he looks like looks a little he, older but weight wise he's I, about the same yeah i think gained like a few pounds i don't know or he just bulked up you know a couple wrinkles Swinner. and shit yeah you're right yeah he <laughs> especially when he had like shaved his head oh uh, I mean, yeah, yeah he has a little less hair but like he still looks don't right. we all yeah <laughs> uh, i definitely do but um <laughs> all right so um mine was um besides jesse 
was a flashback. Uh, Mike. Which one's Mike? Uh, the old guy when in the beginning, uh, when he flashbacks to him and Mike. Oh, in the okay, beginning, yeah, they're yeah, overlooking yeah. like the creek. Like to me, it looked exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, was this from the show? But it was. I had to actually look it up. Oh, did so it? it was actually. Yeah, it was actually like a unique oh, yeah, scene. Yeah, I think about it because he looked he exactly the same. At least to me. I mean, good for him. I guess it's different when you're like old already and have wrinkles. Like you can't. Yeah, maybe like, you can well, only get and, more. Wrinkles. And also, it's like I don't know. He was. He was. In the show, he was old, like yeah, bald and wrinkled. So it's like just ha- like you don't really change much unless you grow like a mustache with a twirl, you know, <laughs> or put on Todd weight. Yeah, or put on Todd weight. <laughs> All right, so um, next awards we're going to go with um, a feel good scene. So what, what's uh, you what want me to start? Yeah. So uh, mine was like the whole ending when he's making it to Alaska. And he like has the letter to the Brock, which was like the son of the the girl that he likes, like yeah. that got shot in the head. And um, it's just like closure closure for Jesse. And I, it's, it was like what I said is the first, the only happy ending of like any character. Any character yeah. So I'm like, all right, at least they ended it finally. I'm like, I I'm not finally because the show was like that. I mean, you're selling drugs, like it's not gonna end. It's in not a good gonna way. yeah, especially the way like the show went. It's like there. There was no like redemption to be had because no. they just got like deeper and deeper into like exactly. shit, you know. Um, yeah, I would agree. I think that scene. I, I like the scene where he like, or you thought he was gonna like rekindle with his like parents, but he really just went there for like the gun and yeah, to like yeah. tell him the fuck off. That was good. Um, but yeah, I would say the end when he like finally leaves. I think he went to Alaska, right? Yeah, Alaska. And then yeah. Uh, he has like the kind of flashback of him with uh, Jess- Jessica Jones. Right. Uh yeah, that was yeah. like a useless flashback. I, I don't even know why she was in there. Honestly, like I don't even yeah, they shouldn't have put that in because like if you didn't watch the show, it's just like who's this chick? And then you gotta Google her, or maybe that's how they get you. They like Yeah, I think the only reason they put her in is because people know her now. <laughs> maybe I guess. I, I honestly it, thought maybe, that was it, the it, reason. Because she it, died like so long ago and she was and wasn't guess, like that important. I mean, she was important, was important to Jesse. To him, yeah, but I guess. I, well, I but guess still, that's like, why. But still, I, I feel like he's been through. But a he lot went past that, that yeah. so you know, because I don't think he had like flashbacks of her before. Yeah. So I mean, whatever. I'm nitpicking. I was like waiting for her to like stop a car with her hands or something, but, <laughs> but. she she aged pretty well though. Yeah, I guess. Um, I guess. Fe- feel <laughs> feel bad scene. What's your favorite feel bad scene, or uh, the, what do you think was the feel bad scene? Feel bad scene. Uh, I don't know. What was yours? <laughs> uh, mine was um the scene you talked about where Jesse was like in the desert, the flashback with Todd, <laughs> and he like he basically has a gun pointed at Todd, and like he can kill him and get yeah. an escape, but he's just like so broken. Yeah, and uh, I guess th- that to me they did a really good job of showing like how broken he was. Well, that actually and he just uh, hands over the gun and like goes for pizza. That's yeah, that actually uh. Brings me to like the scene where they're, uh, he actually like escaped and then they caught him apparently. So one of the neo Nazi, the head neo Nazi guy, Uncle or whatever I think his name was, he uh, gets like a welder to like re weld this new rig. That way, like Jesse can't break it. And they're like, oh, I bet you he can break it. This doesn't look secure. And he's like, he can't break this. It's impossible. So the guy has yeah, him, he's like, like, you can hang like five F 150s. Yeah. Off so, of it. so the, like, the neo Nazi has Jesse, like, do sprints back and forth to, like, try and break it while they all, like, laugh and, like, yeah, that was, it, that was like, up. pretty sad. I was like, oh, this sucks, man. Yeah. Like, you actually feel bad, you know, for the character and, um, 
that 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 was actually pretty good. I think. Uh, what do you think about Jesse though as an actor? I'm actually surprised he's like just like you know it didn't work out for him outside of Breaking Bad. Yeah, I don't know. He I think he had some show like like on Amazon or something like an original. Um, Did he really? I, don't I know. think so, but I don't know. I he's all right. It's just like he doesn't he doesn't even in the show he didn't really do much. Like you know it's just yeah. He I was, think that was the problem with some of the like he was um like he can't be a lead. You know what I mean? Um, I think he's a good like background guy, and I think he would be perfect if you threw him in like Fast and Furious, as just like, have, like re- replace him with like Ludacris or something. And it's like, you know what I mean? Like, like give him cornrows, yeah, like <laughs> have him be that character. Yeah, I think yeah. would be perfect for him. Like kind of like like a, a in a group side role. character. Yeah, like a good like oh, there's like a sick. We have like six other great actors. You'd be great as the seventh. Yeah, yeah okay. exactly. Because um, I think they tried cast him as the lead for like Need for Speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that just like bombed but to and be fair like if uh, and need for speed is like based off like a game or a video game like i don't know if anyone out there thought like oh man need for speed the movie this is gonna be great <laughs> who yeah you know that, that was actually my beef with that whole movie because yeah. i knew his career was over yeah. once they said he was gonna be the lead for that i'm like really yeah might I, as well make like what was the other racing game ridge racer oh, might God, as well make yeah. ridge racer the movie like maybe if it was Have that one, uh, what, what's car. that one with the motorcycles where you like road rage, where you like oh. beat people with chains? Like maybe something like that. I watch them at extreme or something. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be good. run over rabbits. So yeah, um, as like a lead, he he's I don't know. He just didn't really do anything for me, but. He's not bad. It's just he doesn't really have much material to work with, and so I can't really say like if he's good or bad. But from what I saw, he's like okay. Yeah. I don't know. I say he's an actor. Uh, I don't know. Fast and Furious should hire him. <laughs> um, replace have him one of the crew. Um, yeah, but enough about Jesse. Uh, so the other movie we saw was Dolomite, or what, what, wait, what's uh, the actual name? Called, I called it Black uh, Dolomite half the time. Uh, Dolomite is my name. <laughs> so um. Well, quick, I want to talk about um, just Rotten Tomatoes score. So El Camino was 91% on okay. Rotten Tomatoes. It's about two hours long. Uh, Would oh, you agree with that? I, Maybe? I, I, yeah, I guess. It, it was as like a continuation of a show, which is pretty hard to do in general. I thought it like served its purpose. It closed out a main character storyline. It was pretty consistent. It brought back actual characters from the cast. So, yeah, no, as a movie, it was pretty good. I, I would just say, like, as a standalone movie, it's it's not that interesting, honestly. Yeah. But as someone, and Omar saw it too, like, as someone who saw all of Breaking Bad and actually liked it, it was it was good. I don't know. Yeah, no, same. I think, to me, it almost felt like two, three episodes of Breaking Bad. Yeah. yeah and, I I, and I agree. I I want, would love two, three episodes more of Breaking Bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was a good show. Like, so. I didn't ask for it. But someone did it, and I watched it, I watched and I'm it. not upset. You exactly. Know? <laughs> like, I'll take it. Um, so let's go. Dolomite's my name. Um, this one got 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. I 100% agree. <laughs> I 100% agree. Um, it's about two hours long, give or take a couple minutes. Uh, me and Danny actually watched this one together. So I think a lot of people <laughs> um, haven't really watched this film, at least it's- my group of friends. Um, 100% I would say, recommend. <laughs> yeah, 100%. If you enjoy comedy... Oh. Well, if you enjoy Eddie Murphy, I would say like if you're not a fan of like N bombs and F bombs, uh, it may not be the movie for you. But also like 
that's like kind of Eddie Murphy of like what I knew of like yes. his original. Well, maybe not his original movies because he wasn't like dropping a bunch of like f bombs in a sense, but his stand up and stuff. He yeah. was and super his his original dirty. movies too, like his old school. Yeah. Movies. Uh, he's basically old school Eddie Murphy in this. It, and it was so great. As an Eddie Murphy fan, it's like, oh, wow. Eddie Murphy's still around and he's still funny. And like, yeah, he's it's awesome. so good. Um, I think, yeah, if you like Eddie Murphy, if you like, you know, even Dave Chappelle. Yeah. That type of, you know, comedy of just, yeah. You know, I mean, in a way, it's almost like black comedian humor. Yeah. Uh, the way they kind of just like approach things are a lot different than like a Seinfeld or something. Yeah, right? I, would, like, I, would, um, I would think it's like, it was very reminiscent of like the uh, Michael Jai White, like Black Dynamite one. You yes, know, like yes. it less of a, because it's actual based off something that actually happened, you know, yeah, and an actual story. character. Like Black Dynamite was like a, you know, it was a, a parody yeah, it was like a, of like this a, movie. Like black exploitation or whatever, like just like a, uh, like a comedy or whatever. But no, it was, it was really good. I would 100% recommend it yeah so this uh, i was reading about it so this was actually like eddie murphy's like passion project since like 2003 That's apparently so now pretty actually, good <laughs> yeah so they actually had like a script i think around like 2009 for the movie and then uh, they just didn't have like a budget for it and mm. no one kind of picked it up but like we said in today's day and age now where like anyone is signing off on movies <laughs> uh netflix gave him the green light and this is like eddie murphy's big comeback and he uh he dedicated the movie to his brother, Charlie Murphy. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't, I, and I actually didn't know he like passed away. Like, oh uh, yeah, I had no idea. No? Uh, yeah, um, I think you you were the one who told yeah, me. Well, we, told yeah, because yeah. as Omar said, we we saw it together. You know, had a few drinks. Yeah, we had a good. few drinks, and it made it even fun, <laughs> funnier. Yeah. So, um, this movie is based on a true story of uh, a movie called Dolomite of how that movie was created. So, like a little background, uh, the actor was Rudy Ray Moore. Um, he was around the era of black exploitation films of the seventies. So, I had like a little history in black exploitation films. Um, for some reason, when I was a young as, kid, as an actor, or? yeah, as an actor, <laughs> I was, I was uh, Shabazz Muhammad uh, Ahmed. Um, but um, so like my brother and I, like we watched. There was like this time I, I forgot what channel it was, but they showed all the black exploitation. <laughs> like it was like a black exploitation yeah, yeah. marathon okay. for like a week. And then, like, me and my brother watched, like... Sounds like a good week. 20 know. movies. <laughs> and uh, that, like, got me into the whole... That's why I loved... Um, was it? Uh, the one you Black Dynamite? Black Dynamite, okay. yeah. Which was hilarious. And I think that... Know, like, we saw that one together, we too. We saw that yeah. one together. And uh, I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. And uh, I even saw Black Dynamite. I think we saw it in the theaters. Did we see it in the theaters? I saw it in the... And the funny thing was, I think that movie made $1.5 in the theaters. <laughs> and I was like, yeah... <laughs> Um, I mean, it was a low like budget film. For it, yeah. yeah, it still made money. I think. Um, I mean, they made a freaking cartoon after, which I think I saw. It might so, still yeah. be on. Like I think it was like Swim or something. Yeah. Um, so it's based on a true story. Rudy Ray Moore. He uh, was like some deadbeat comedian, and uh, he got like the idea of Dolomite through like some homeless person <laughs> coming into like his record store, just saying like, like outlandish stories yeah. of like what he did and he's like yeah you know like i used to like have sex with like eight yeah, women like, oh, that, and like that, that what was it that that earthworm uh she got so low she sucked the earthworm's dick and, like, yeah, just like really like like dirty like just like outlandish like jokes and then he like basically like hung out with a bunch of homeless people yeah and, and like, was like giving them booze and, booze and, yeah, and like, and, like cigarettes and stories and uh yeah exactly and uh a lot of it was like rhyming yeah. so that's why he's actually considered the godfather rap like they say he's the one that created rap 
because he would just rhyme like a lot of like his dialogue and um yeah so that's how he got the idea from homeless people so um <laughs> shout out to the homeless people <laughs> so let's uh we'll go through the cast because um this actually starred like a lot of good comedians and yeah you know, um well-known yeah. people so well first of all it's wesley snipes was in it and i'm wesley a huge snipes, wesley return. snipes fan so not only was it the return of eddie murphy <laughs> it was the return of wesley snipes with his uh you know long pinky nail because he, he was did, so he did, good he did in a this. little coke in it like, hey, hey hey man and he had like a french accent sometimes but then like other times it would just go away so then <laughs> you realize like like i kind of wondered i'm like wait did someone tell him to do an accent but then like he forgot and then like people i think were like, he was nah, like nah, don't correct him he's it, good it was like a fake jive <laughs> but it was so good he played it so good i just love the initial well well let's go with the cast and we'll talk about like some of our favorite scenes and shit yeah but, uh, yeah so let's uh we'll go from the top so eddie murphy was rudy ray moore who is you know the guy who is dolomite yeah. pretty much um we're gonna go through like well-known people so like keegan uh michael k is in this yeah and he's jerry, uh, jones. jerry jones he's the guy that basically wrote the script <laughs> for Dolan. and the th- funny thing was he was like a real writer so uh rudy ray moore eddie murphy he like goes out to him and is like i need you to write the script because i need a real writer so rudy ray moore ha- is putting all his money to make a film yeah. so i think he puts like seventy thousand. so he ends up ha- making money from doing stand-ups throughout like touring the south yeah as as dolomite yeah as dolomite yeah like he plays this character and then he he gets uh i guess he gets like a shady loan from maybe not shady loan but he gets a loan from like his own the russians or whatever no it's his own recording studio who are the uh guys though the uh they're just like i don't know a bunch of russians right i'll just say russian they're not russian but they're (laughs) um they're um they're probably jewish (laughs) but uh (laughs) um but they have like a yeah basically they tell them like if the movie flops we're gonna own like your rights till you die pretty much so like any because he has a couple like disc and for his stand-ups um but uh mike epps is in this He's like he's like his boy, uh, Jimmy Lynch. Uh, Craig Robinson is in this. Yeah. Uh, he plays uh, Ben Taylor. He's like another one of his boys. Uh, and uh, my boy Titus. Titus from uh, you know what's funny? His name is Titus, and then he always plays. He plays Titus well, in Kimmy uh, Schmidt. In, yeah, right? in Kimmy Sh- and Kimmy. was it Incredible Kimmy Schmidt? I think is the full name. But uh, yeah, so he plays Titus in that show, and he's like. He's pretty much the same character, same. but like l- like less gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh he's basically like Rudy Ray Moore's boy in this, and he's like the I think he handles the finances though he's, for like he's, the production, and he's he's, he's, he's good, good in it. He's, he's good really in good in it. He is really good in this, and uh, you got like Ti's in this, Chris Rock, Snoop Dogg. Um, let me see. Uh, I mean, that's about it. Is like well known guys. Wo- yeah. But it's they all do such a superb like job. Uh, yeah, I, I like there. There was really no weak link actor wise in the movie. Um, yeah, and, and uh, Lady Reed, um, she was played by uh, Devine Joy uh, Randolph. She was like one of the main characters in the movie. She, she was Queen good too. B. Queen B. Yeah, uh, she was really good. But um, I re- I recommend watching it, and then we're gonna spoil it now. Uh, there's really not much to spoil. It's, we basically did spoil it. But um, it's a com- it's a comedy. Yeah, there's no uh, the the good thing about some of these movies that are like based off just like a person or a situation. It's like it's not a real spoiler because it happens. So like just yeah, you yeah. Know, like, there's you really, know how it ends. Yeah. It's like it's not gonna end with like you know him killing a dragon. Or something. Yeah, like, <laughs> but I, I uh, yeah. So basically, and Omar kind of touched upon it. Like he's he's like a struggling like just 
kind of like artist i would say like he did yeah, he, he did, works he was like, like at a, a record studio yeah he was like a singer and then that didn't work out so he became like you know like a hustler that didn't work out he works at a record studio during the day and at night he does like the announcements for like the artists that come in at like some club and so he's just like kind of like a struggling artist always trying like yeah. a different hustle and then he gets the idea from like these homeless like super funny homeless guys yeah. well actually the the so here's the fun thing. So um, he gets the idea because remember in the movie they go out to watch like the number one comedy in the U.S., <laughs> which I forget I wrote the name, but uh, I don't have it with me. Uh, so it's basically you know, like white. I mean, it's a white comedy in the yeah, 70s. Yeah. So they're in the movie theater. They're like. And they're they are not laughing. <laughs> it's and so they're funny like, too because it's like a scene where it's like, oh, uh, do I have to write this paper myself? Yeah, uh, I could write a better paper, you know, like like in my sleep. And then he says something, and then like the crowd just like laughs hysterically. And I, and Eddie Murphy and his boys are looking, and they're like, and I think it's uh, Mike Epps. He's like, this shit ain't funny, man. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> one person in attendance turns She's around like, and looks at him. <laughs> and uh yeah so then he walks out of there and he's like shit like that was not funny and yeah. it's making it's like the number one movie in america so then he gets the idea he's like you know i'm taking like my stand-up routine he's like i'm making a fucking movie out yeah, of this like, he's like i want it like because at this point he's been uh he's been like getting a lot of popularity and he's been going across the country for you know different acts and different theaters and whatever just like performing as his act and then he sees this and he's like, "Hey, I gotta get, I gotta get on the screen because then that way I can reach like the whole U.S. at one time, and I don't have to go everywhere." And that basically leads him to putting up his own money and also getting like a bit of a loan or whatever, or at least like the rights to his royalties and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. So he gets Russians. um, yeah. So he makes the whole movie basically in like an abandoned like at warehouse the, at the Dunbar. At the yeah, Dunbar. and he hires a bunch of like students to make the movie. <laughs> And they kind of like basically work. So one of the, you know, it's funny, the main actor, uh, the one that the guy plays, the like white student. Oh, the, uh, the I forget. He like, what's... if you look at his IMDb, he made a bunch of terrible movies for like, oh, really? for like 30 years after that. Um, and uh, so that was a pretty, like a fun scene where he gets uh, a bunch of students to help <laughs> out and run the show. And he basically has like all these actors. It's, it's pretty good. And then, um. But the, well, I think when he initially comes into the hotel, he's like, uh, you know, Eddie Murphy plays uh, Rudy Raymore. He's like, oh, hey, Dolomite's my name. Oh, fucking up, motherfuckers is my game. And the, and the guy's like, oh, hey, I'm like, I forget his I'm name. Tom. Or Tom <laughs> uh, from the university of this and making that's where I went to school for film or whatever. <laughs> no, yeah, he has a. Uh, he has a lot of good like one-liners like one of his favorite things is saying uh rat soup drinking motherfucker oh yeah but that's when he starts reminiscing about like how his dad was like kind of just told him he, he he'll never be shit and like you know he should just stick to like being a farmer or something like that like he's never gonna amount to anything yeah, so, so he like looks at a picture of his dad and he's like, he's like fuck, fuck you, you you rat soup eating motherfucker <laughs> like, yeah it's uh it's pretty good so um so the real dolomite film made 12 million dollars or a little <laughs> bit over 12 million then, which is like, with like a seventy thousand dollar budget <laughs> i think to this day like uh it might be like like you know if you inflation everything like more, it might be like one of the highest like grossing films based on like budget like, and like how much it made because yeah. i think at the time like the highest like that that number one comedy 
at the time the one that they watched in yeah, theaters. Yeah, yeah i saw that one made 15 million but it had like a four million dollar budget or okay. something like that uh like a six million so um and that one was like the big time so that puts dolomite <laughs> into perspective and i think it had such a huge cult following like afterwards yeah well because uh they and they touch upon it in the movie where like like review wise it bombed like yeah. they were like all, got, the, like, critics, a zero yeah, all the critics like just trashed it said it sucked and they like you know obviously critiqued all the actors um but it grossed i think it said like 10 no yeah, like over it, 12 it, yeah, yeah it, it grossed over 12 million in one year so yeah, uh yeah and then I guess from there they said uh, they made like seven more films. Yeah, or something. he made a ton of sequels <laughs> and like he kept doing things until basically the day he died. Like, yeah, that's doing okay. like stand ups and like bad movies. And it's funny because at the end they actually show like scenes from the actual movie, and it's like pretty funny. Like, yeah, actually, you know, um, I'll, I'll probably put it up on the Instagram, but it is stre- the original is streaming on Amazon. So I might watch it. Yeah, um, but the trailer <laughs> is on YouTube. Like you can just watch the trailer. Um, it's if you watch Dolomite is my name, they literally did it. Like the scenes that they did are exactly, uh, and it makes the movie so much more like even hilarious. The, even the one where like they have like the chase scene or whatever, and he's like Eddie Murphy's like drive, 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 <laughs> and then you see it at the end, and it's like. I'm like, oh, wait, did they actually just, like, he was just t- yelling at him to drive, and they just, like, kept it in the movie? Probably. <laughs> if you watch- and then the Asian guy who's filming, and, the, and he's like, because, you know, this is, I forget, back in the, what, 70s? Yeah, it was back 75. in the 70s, so they had, like, fancy equipment. So they have, like, the, the smallest Asian guy they could find sitting on the passenger side, like, crouched <laughs> down with a camera and, like a, like, a microphone, like, recording everything, and he looks terrified. It's so good. It's, it's if you watch... I saw about 15 minutes of the movie on Amazon. Okay. Uh, I had to go to bed, but I, I do want to watch. It looks like if me and you were recording a movie on our iPhone and like <laughs> did not edit. Like <laughs> we might have to. I don't it know. is. It is so good, and um, that was the thing. Like Rudy, Rudy, Rudy Ray Moore at the time, I guess he just had the idea of. I guess that movie was the original parody. Okay. It was like a parody of the black exploitation yeah, films. Yeah, okay. And I think that's why it did so good. Because it wasn't trying to be Shaft. It was like trying to make fun of Shaft. Well, even... Uh, but by accident, well, though. What, like, yeah, I don't well, think he was really trying to... Like, he was just trying to be his own person. But And even like one of the, the, the sex scene, which was like hilarious. Because yeah. at first, like... Uh, Ed, Ed, yeah, Rudy Ray Moore, Eddie Murphy's character, he was talking about like, oh, how he's like... He's not ner- a sex he's nerd, symbol. Yeah, he's not. He's not. He's not like you know. He's a little. He's a little as they as they uh, one guy called him. Uh, he's a little doughier, doughier. Than, <laughs> than what most uh, actors are. And he's like doughier, but he you know he's like oh look I'm not a sex symbol. I'm not like sexy yeah. or whatever. And then I and I think who's... at the time I think it was um they didn't really show a lot of like black males having sex with yeah, white yeah, women. Yeah. So he was having sex in the scene with yeah, a white so, woman. So his whole thing was like, oh, I'm not really like a sex symbol. And like, it's sort of like awkward and whatever. And the one guy's like, you don't have to like, I think it was Queen B maybe. Yeah, Queen B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's like, you don't have to like be sexy. Like it doesn't have like, to make be it funny. That. Yeah, make it funny. So then like, <laughs> so during, 
you know, she's uh, they have the sex scene, and Eddie Murphy's there with the the white lady on top, and she's like, "Oh, Dolomite!" He's like, <laughs> "Give it yeah, to me." Yeah, and put, put your weight on it. Put your weight. And then like and you then, have the guys like shake, like you have they have two people like shaking the bed, and then you have Queen Bee like shaking the clocks, shaking the on chandelier, the and the and the clocks, and then uh, eventually like they like do so much movement where like the wall comes down yeah, the because ceiling it's, like, collapses yeah, on top because of because it's them. like put up poorly, so like the stage ceiling like falls down, and then they just like kept it in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, it was funny because um, with key, uh, key, key, he was yeah. like, um, he's like, that, that's not oh, what yeah. I wrote. He's like, I wrote like <laughs> a, a, ten- a tender love scene, a tender love scene, because he's like a real writer. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> so that was pretty funny. It's like, what? That, that was one of the only one of like funny scenes, or not funny, but like one of the good scenes where Wesley Snipes' character was like, hey, it wasn't tender, but it was funny yeah. as fuck. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. So let, let's get into I guess some of the awards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna do. What do you think was your funniest scene? I mean, I think a lot of the scenes were funny, but yeah. I think we just talked a lot about the funny scenes. I, I would, but yeah. what was your funniest scene? Uh, oh, <laughs> besides like the sex scene, which was hilarious, I think the uh, my funny scene that just like maybe crack up. And I have, I saw the movie twice, so the one where they get the the warden who is. Uh, who specialize in in playing the bad white bad guy white. in black movies? So he's like explaining his role so to like good. Queen Bee. He's like, yeah, you know, I, I specialize in a certain type of bad white guy. Every 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 uh, movie of this type needs the the heavy white man as the black guy. And he's like, you know, I played like the corrupt officer in this one. I played like the plantation <laughs> plantation owner in this one. Uh, I played the rapist in this one. And she's like, mm, okay, so you 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 found out what you're good at. Yeah, whatever. pretty much. So, so then after that, they have uh, they have the scene where the warden's talking, and he's like giving the whole thing, like, like, oh, you know, you're gonna blah blah blah, like Queen Bee, and he's talking to Eddie Murphy's uh, Rudy Raymore, and then he he goes over, he lights up a cigarette, does a pretty, and he he does like a pretty good scene where he you know he he says his line, it's pretty good, and then it just like goes quiet, and everyone just kind of like looks at Eddie uh, Eddie Murphy. And Eddie Murphy's like, damn, that was real. <laughs> He's like, oh, I got chills on my back. And then, <laughs> it's like, it's supposed to yeah, be that yeah. real. <laughs> and then Wesley Snipes is like, cut. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, that one won the next award. Worry, <laughs> uh, so, like, my funniest scene was, uh, uh, the, I think, the first action scene that they're shooting. What, the, in the trunk? In the trunk, yeah. and he's like, because <laughs> he's supposed to be knowing martial arts, yeah. and the fight scene is as if, like, I don't know, we, like, like we, a we five-year-old could, without any, like, like martial we arts could, We could fake a better fight scene than yeah, that. Like, it, was, <laughs> it was so funny. Um, and then Wesley Snipes was just like, yeah, we're going to keep it in the movie because oh, yeah, he's, he's, like, like the uh, director of the film. I don't see any reason to do that again or whatever. <laughs> and he's like, oh, was it as good as Shaft? Yeah, and he's <laughs> like, uh. He's basically, like, doing a twirling kick <laughs> and his leg does not get higher than like his <laughs> knee where his knee is and he like fake punches people really slow the, the thing i loved about that scene was like clearly there were no like stunt doubles it no. was eddie murphy trying to do like <laughs> like however like what 50s maybe eddie murphy is i think Something yeah like however old I know, however is, old eddie murphy is trying to do a roundhouse <laughs> kick and like <laughs> It looked like my older brother doing that. That mobility that doesn't is, have uh, that lacking. Uh, um, no, that was to me the funniest <laughs> scene. So um, we have another scene. Um, what is since we had Jesse being Jesse scene, I have a uh, Eddie being Eddie scene. And uh, for me, 
I had uh, basically the scene that Danny talked about. So the, the good thing to me about Eddie Murphy, like comedy, is he can like look at a camera and smile. Yeah, and you just laugh. Yeah. Like you know, like he has that like like he does not have to make a joke to be funny. And uh, that scene that Danny mentioned, like he just turns around, and is like just has that big smile <laughs> on his face. He's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah that yeah. shit felt real. Yeah. Like, and it was like his you know facial expression just remind me of like Beverly Hills Cop or like some of those old movies that he did, or even a stand-up where like he'll just stand up there and just like stare at the camera, well, uh, and it's funny. And, like, that, and that's you know? that was actually gonna be uh, at least uh, related to like the whole stand-up thing is when. My favorite, like Eddie, just being Eddie, is when he initially introduces the Dolomite character at his um, when he's working at like the nightclub or oh, whatever. Nightclub. At night, just like introducing people, <laughs> he comes in and like his boss, uh, he comes in in like this whole outfit because he's you know creating a new character and a persona, and his boss is like. You look like a pimp, because he, he has like his little cane. You know, he's, he's like he's purple got the hat. fake hair. Yeah, he has a fake one. afro. And then uh, he just goes up there and he's supposed to introduce like the artist of the night. And then he just starts like going on like his jokes and going in his character. And then he starts, you know, he says like a zinger. And then the, the one guy does like the boom, boom, boom with the drums. And he's like, whoa, 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 don't give me that like, don't give me that shit. Give me the like the, the smooth. And then he starts and playing then his little boys beat. jump in. Yeah, and- yeah, yeah. Which uh, that was cool because it just, that kind of reminded me of like old Eddie Murphy, you yeah, know, just yeah. like prime eddie murphy just going up there like talking nonsense doing like, like whoa yeah, like, yeah smiling at the camera that was a great scene though like, when they little, first like... introduced them and the audience was like eating it up oh, yeah, yeah, um yeah. so best supporting actor i feel like this one i don't know if it's easy to me it was easy i think for me it was it's probably wesley snipes yeah, only because my... like i think i every... love him you love him. well yeah Everyone i, I like literally love wesley snipes um <laughs> Yo, man, he didn't file tax evasion. Dude, Wesley. man, he could have just... <sighs> fucking guy. But anyway, <laughs> he's back, though. He's back. He is back. Blade 4 or 3? What is it? 4? Yeah, Whichever one. No, I don't count Trinity, so Blade 3. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think he was he was the best supporting just because, like, the way the movie is, there's no, like, bad guy, but he kind of was, like, the antagonist. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he was the guy, like, they even have a scene where he's, uh like, yelling at the... um like the the students or whatever because they're like they don't know what they're doing no one knows what they're doing he's like why no one knows what they're doing what the fuck eddie murphy's like yo like fuck you like we're we're all new to this and like i'm putting in my own money my own money and i'm like you don't even hear me talking shit like if i have to go make sandwiches because people are hungry i'm gonna go make them and if i gotta go like do lights i'll go do them and so he was a i think at least for me he was the best supporting just because there was some sort of like antagonist even yeah he definitely was because even at the end when he was like no one's gonna watch this movie and he just leaves and he just leaves like he's He's like like, thank god that was over like you know like i'm done with that he's like fuck that guy and And in real life i was looking up he did not show up to like the premiere or like anything like he did not support the movie but he like the movie kind of you know, show that like he thought that movie was going nowhere. Yeah, and I think I mean the movie did a good job of it showing that it actually wasn't going nowhere. Yeah, until like Chris Rock was like he was I think it was Indianapolis. He was like a DJ and he was like, "Didn't you make a movie out of it?" And he's like, "Yeah, but no one picked it up." But then like once like people heard that there was a movie out there, there was like so much interest. Yeah, and this was a, at a time without the internet. Think about that, right? It's Where like there insane. was like interest. But, uh, it had so much interest that like studios were like then fighting over it 
Yeah. And then someone put it out and it made it was a hit. Well, then so. he made that deal with D- Dimension Films or something, right? Dimension D- Records. Yeah, or yeah I think something so. Like something like that. I don't, yeah. that. I don't know if I it's forget. even the same name. I don't know, but. But uh, yeah, so Wesley Snipes. Yeah, to me, Wesley Snipes was the best one. He was one. He was funny. Two, he was the antagonist. Three, that final fight scene where he gets <laughs> in his, his intestines ripped out, oh, yeah, yeah. which was hilarious. <laughs> um, I just thought he was he was really good. But um, I think that that's it for the awards. So yeah, like I I would say, um, and some other just like good scenes were like. Uh, like I don't know, I, like I don't know if Rudy Ray Moore was actually like this, but like I really liked that he was all about like his crew, you know, like doing this movie together, like working together, and like he'll get in the thick of things. Even with his whole like introduction to like Queen Bee, yeah, and she was like, you know, at first she just thought he was like hitting on her because she's like vulnerable and whatever, and like he just saw her for like the talent purposes. Like he's like, oh, you're talented, and like you know, you have a, a mean right hook, and like he brought her into like this whole thing of like, Oh, come like, you know, come do my shows with me, create your own character. And like, you'd probably be great for like, no, like there was no like underlying purpose or like scheming, you know what I mean? So like, I kind of like that because it was like yeah, a like he he took a chance on people, right? Yeah, like because uh, I, like I guess that. he felt the same. I guess he felt like an underdog yeah, himself, so, right? So he took and like I guess at that time there was always every female lead was like was an like attractive. Yeah, I mean, even like to this hot, day, yeah. most female leads are attractive, but she was like the first like you know heavy black female <laughs> lead. Was Doia, Doia, Doia. Yeah, so she was Doia. Um, so yeah, he took a chance on her, and yeah, he took a chance on like the kids to run his movie <laughs> well that, and, uh, that, that that's funny when uh when they're like putting up the lights and stuff and wesley Simpson's is like come here come here come here to eddie uh to rudy ray Moore, and he's like how old are these kids and he's like i don't know 16 20 <laughs> <laughs> when they're trying to set up the lights yeah. and they like steal all electricity yeah, from, from like, the a neighbor stuff it's like, oh, there's no electricity it's like oh I'll go on the roof and uh see what you can do but uh, uh, and but, then the the my other favorite character is the uh, the smiling Russian who just like every oh, scene yeah, where they had him, he was just like in the background, like smiling, like, mm-hmm, yep, yeah. good, good. Like, he was like, good. <laughs> yeah, he liked anything Eddie Murphy put in front of him. So Yeah, but I thought that was pretty good too. Yeah, but the uh, the movie was pretty good though. I like high, highly recommend it. If, you know, if, you, if you're not a fan of, like, Eddie Murphy's, like, original stand-up or just a lot of people saying motherfucker or fucker <laughs> or N-word. Um, or 70s or, Yeah, like, it may not be the movie for you in a sense, but if, if, you, like if you don't comedies. mind that and you, and you like comedy and you're not opposed to, like, any uh, harsh words, it's pretty funny. And it's yeah. not, like, the thing, too, like, they you know, they definitely had a lot of, like, F-bombs, a lot of N-bombs, but it wasn't, like, overbearing or, like like just out there to just to be out there it was it served its purpose for the movie for the time period for the character so i don't know i like that how about you yeah no i enjoy i thought it was um hasn't gotten like enough credit as far as like i'm gonna i'm gonna Um, post about it i don't know yeah i thought i thought it was a good movie um i love comedy so it's nice to get a good comedy that's not like a romantic comedy yeah like for once you know and the other Um, thing too like I just I'm happy that there was no like generic like conflict. Like his only conflict was Wesley Snipes' character, which wasn't much of a like which conflict. Wasn't much of con- it was kind of like in the background. Yeah, and him doing the whole like thing with like his dad's picture. 
like saying like, oh, you, you, what do you, you rat soup, rat soup <laughs> eating, uh, ignorant motherfucker, whatever he said. But um, there wasn't like just nonsense. It was just, you know, the movie's there. He has his struggles, but it's related to like him getting the film yeah. made. They did not like dwell on the struggles. Yeah. They just and like, they were like, we're going to make it. The movie was just like, we're going to make a funny film. Yeah. Like we'll skip through your struggles, but like it's present. And there was no right? really and like fillers it. too. There was no like time where I'm just like, oh, like, all right, let's go. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, I guess they, I don't know. The movie was a like, great. Like yeah, I, I really like. I, I thought I liked that. I don't know if it was like the seven beers we had, uh, but we did no, have a lot was, of beers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, it was definitely. I mean, it got ninety seven percent Rotten Tomatoes. I yeah, think, Rotten like, Tomatoes is never wrong. Who yeah, and Rotten Tomatoes is like on movies like this. I'm surprised. Oh yeah, that it would get that high. But, but to be but, fair, it is Eddie Murphy. So. And I think the audience score, I think, was maybe even higher. Ooh. Um, so I think the audience liked it too. So it's no Mandalorian though, but. Mandalorian has like ninety <laughs> something percent, um, as well. I should watch. Uh, I should see what Carnival Row has on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh. I don't think too good. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, what's next? What we're gonna do? I mean, we mentioned a bunch of things like Jack Ryan, The King. We'll probably pick some one of those, yeah, uh, or something else. Who knows? And then we'll do it next. It's not gonna probably be a two movie. It'll probably be shorter. Yeah, this no, is our we'll- season two lineups so it's gonna be a longer podcast yeah it's gonna probably be a lot less running talk since we're not gonna be doing a lot of running between the next episode yeah exactly <laughs> so yeah the the um it'll definitely be back to our kind of like 45 minute ish area especially if we just covered the movie and nothing else kind of but um yeah and we'll try and uh, i definitely want to get some more like engagement see if anyone has any recommendations you know we have we have a decent amount of time on yeah. our hands for streaming purposes. Uh, we do have a YouTube uh, channel. Right now, there's only one video on there. Yeah, so we're, uh, uh, but you can go check it out. It was basically our uh, action movie podcast. <laughs> which, uh, looking back, that was like probably one of my favorite podcasts that we did. Yeah, talking about action movies. Um, so it's basically a clip from our podcast highlighting some of the movies that we talked about with the clips from those movies. So um, check go check out the video. It's pretty cool um but that's about as far as we got with youtube yeah well uh, I, <laughs> we've been I, a little busy yeah we definitely uh want to have uh more of a presence there just to even have some different content like i'd love to talk some anime because i know omar isn't in that world particularly but yeah we'll get um there. you know i definitely definitely want to hear from people and see if anyone's you know has any recommendations feel free we may or may not listen but yeah who knows suggestions are pretty uh, easy to work with so that's yeah. good <laughs> Check it, hit us up on instagram um or email yeah but definitely if you, uh if you probably don't have the email and i'm not gonna i say already it, forgot it uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and shout out we, we got a lot of listeners i guess you know when you go idle for a month you pick up some listeners so uh we got some listeners out in northwest uh we hit i think we are we're like on 20 countries and like 30 states something yeah. like that so, so definitely it's not too bad it's pretty good it yeah. kind of picked up uh <laughs> a lot of fans from indonesia hey uh for that woo assassins podcast <laughs> uh, um they were probably like man these guys suck yeah well look i have uh there's a few indonesian films i could uh i could watch new and rewatch. so uh, i would be happy to discuss those yeah your um, thoughts on those yeah. <laughs> but um probably, i love probably, i love them but i probably yeah. hate daniel yeah I'm, I'm a big i'm a big critic apparently but, um uh, yeah uh i don't think we were going for season two though so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't i don't know um 
but yeah th- yeah thanks for everyone listening thanks for everyone yeah, that, thanks uh, for our friends their support um you know we, we're doing this pretty much actually kind of just to hang out and bullshit yeah you know me and danny we don't really see each other besides doing this and, run, and doing running. some runs yeah, so uh, it's good to just get together and do this and definitely want to kind of entertain people as someone who listens to podcasts himself on in traffic um traffic work i usually am listening to something at all times uh, yeah i figure if we can kind of make it as entertaining as we can and give some sort of insight on movies you may have seen or may want to see but decide not to because we trash it totally okay with that but um yeah it's yeah. fine <laughs> we usually like everything yeah, yeah but uh, sometimes except for Wu-Sessel, so. <laughs> <laughs> it was good for a while but uh yeah thanks for everyone listening uh, we'll definitely keep you posted on uh, new content coming up and then um we'll try and give a few day head you know heads up that way people kind of anticipate what we're yeah yeah we'll, uh, we'll post things up and then yeah. yeah you'll you'll know what we're doing when we post the next yeah, podcast yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the day of after we record <laughs> and i'll do uh some selfie igs but yeah ch- check it out yeah. danny curling for 20 minutes yeah, yeah, yeah but all right well thanks for listening see you.